Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. A Month of Sundays by Eugene H. Peterson While he was going on like this, babbling, a radiant light cloud enveloped them and sounding from deep in the cloud a voice. This is my son, marked by my love, focus of my delight. Listen to him. Matthew chapter 17, verse 5. This is one of the most difficult texts in the gospel to preach from. What do you say about the transfiguration? As I was preparing and studying the passage, a man came into my office and told me something that had just happened to him. When he had finished telling me the story, I thought, How do you tell the congregation that? And then when he left, and I didn't think anything more about it, I went back to my desk, but his story and this text were stuck together in my mind. In a day or two, the telephone rang, and it was him again, and he said, If you're really serious about me telling it, I'll do it. I'm a pastor. I'm prone to read Scripture, to understand theology, and to talk to you about the history of the church or of Jesus Christ. Many of you have different training. Dr. Bill Murtris is trained as a chemist, not as a theologian. We live in in the same world and have the same problems, but we have different ways of looking at things. So I've asked Bill to tell you what he told me, and then I'm going to try to put two things together. Bill then explained, This is an experience that happened to our family in Atlanta recently. We were driving on one of the superhighways down in the heart of the city in light traffic. I was driving about 50 miles an hour, and we came into a left-hand curve with a vertical bridge embutment just, just following the road. Just a few inches back from the road, I happened to be on the inside of the curve and really couldn't see very much ahead of me because of the abutment. I wasn't really too concerned. I didn't move out of that lane because I couldn't see the rest of the lanes because they were moving smoothly and, and there, wasn't, there wasn't much traffic. Well, we got about halfway around that curve and came upon a line of cars absolutely stopped in my lane. I was still going about 50 miles an hour when I finally saw the cars. And I was only about a car's length behind the last one ahead of me in line. And I figured it up later or afterwards that at 50 miles per hour, I was going 73 feet per minute. And I was going to hit that car. In order to do something about it, I, I couldn't wait any longer. I couldn't turn the wheel. So, so I would have to have turned that wheel within one-eighth of a second after I saw it. Now, I don't know about blinking or 
most people move that fast when they run into surprises. I, I've certainly not, after a long 15-hour day of driving, I needed something like good luck not to hit him. But there was really no room for luck in this, at this time. I was going faster than I should have been. I was going to hit him. I never even got my foot off the accelerator. But here's the thing. We've, we simply smashed into the next lane. And it was about as hard as a bird hitting the window. I don't think the kids in the back seat even realized there was a problem. It all happened so fast that I honestly wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't been rational. But I was. And I'm telling you, all I had a chance to do was watch it happen. I really needed help, and I got it. I know this loses a lot in translation, and if someone else was up here telling the story, I know that I would, I know what I would be thinking. I'd be thinking, oh, he wasn't really that close, or he probably slowed down a little, but I'm telling you what I witnessed. I was there, and the Lord stepped in and spared my family. I'm just really thankful. You can see my problem and how Bill has helped. Well, you expect me to talk about the interventions of God. But you don't really expect God to intervene. I was trying to find something practical to say to you because I know that most of you, like Bill, have a scientific education and are used to looking at things with an evidence look. As I was doing that kind of thinking, Bill comes in and tells me about this miracle. He didn't use the word God as he told me the story, but the inference all the way through was that God provided. I admit to feeling a little embarrassed because there I was, the pastor who was supposed to be telling and talking about God, but was trying to talk about man. And Bill who works with all things practical, comes in and tells me about God. We need each other, don't we? The task of preaching involves this kind of intercession, where together we hear the Word of God that comes down to us, and we find it in a place in our lives where it makes a difference. And we sacrifice neither the supernatural nor the natural as we do it. The mountain of configuration is one of those places where such a connection is made. It takes the experiences of hearing God speak and seeing God do something out of the ordinary in such a convincing way that you can't leave it behind. It goes with you and stays with you. The disciples of Jesus had been walking together for years, and Peter had just made his confession, You are the Christ, 
the Son of the living God, Matthew chapter 16, verse 16. Jesus then took them to a high mountain where they saw a vision and heard the words, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. Uh, How do you tell a story like that? A private experience that, that is pretty much unbelievable. The same way Bill told his story, that's how you do it. You gather and and you make a public proclamation so that we, in turn, when we have something similar happen to us, we're able to do something with it, to tell others about it. When Peter, James, and John saw Jesus transfigured before their eyes, they saw him in a way more glorious than they had previously. The Greek word for what happened is our English word metamorphosis, changed, transformed. The reality on that day, on that mountain, was that the inside got outside. And those three men saw it. In a very real way, they were changed as well, at least in the way they understood reality from that moment on. There are things that happen in our lives, things that we witness that from a worldly perspective are simply unbelievable. But we are to be transformed, changed in our thinking and seeing and living. We are to be witnesses just like Peter and James and John and Bill to all we've seen and heard. Amen? This story was adapted from A Month of Sundays by Eugene Peterson. Copyright 2019 by Eugene Peterson. Published by Waterbrook, an imprint of Random House, a division of Penguin Random House, LLC, on November 5th, 2019. The author, Eugene H. Peterson, translator of The Message, the Bible commentary in language, is the beloved author of more than 30 books, including The Long Obedience in the Same Direction, Run with the Horses, Christ Plays in 10,000 Places, and Tell It Slant. (laughs) He earned his master's degree in Semic Languages from John Hopkins University. Peterson was a founding pastor of Christ Our King Presbyterian Church in Bel Air, Maryland, where he and his wife Jan served for 39 years. Peterson held the title of Professor Emeritus of Spiritual Theology at Regent College, Vancouver, British Columbia, from 1998 until his death in 2018. Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to pastorresources.com, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.